0: You know, I had a long, well-thought-out intro today for Azeroth Coast to Coast. It was entertaining, thought-provoking, and probably would have made Kevin, Chris, and Neth laugh, cry, and probably think. But then, you know, I thought to myself, we can do better. So, today, we here at Azeroth Coast to Coast are happy to announce Azeroth Coast to Coast Reborn our first massive expansion level DLC. Brave new and exciting conversations. Defend against dead air with brand new weapons and fight your own boredom as I launch into yet another rant about Hearthstone. And when does this massive expansion level DLC come out? Right now. Hey folks, how you doing? Wow, Woo! I got chills up my spine, chills up my spine.
1: I'm so excited, I can't contain myself.
0: I, I know excitement it's... level over nine thousand. I mean, uh, I Kevin had you know a bit of emotion in his voice there, so I mean, I know he has to be thrilled about that. I mean, it's impossible for Kevin to have emotion in his voice, but we'll say he did. I mean, being a robot, it's kind of
2: hard to have
1: emotions, so. I was Again, programmed with 9,000 emotions.
3: None of which work, apparently. <laughs>
0: Over 9,000 emotions, Kevin? Yes. Okay, just making sure we, we continue Chris's Dragon Ball reference there. All right, hey folks, welcome to the show. Uh, I, of course, am Gavril, since I kind of did a really weird intro today. Uh, it's, it's me, Gav. I've got Kevin here. Hello. I have got Chris. Hola. And, of course, we've got Neth as well. Hey. Uh, Hey, folks. How's your last two weeks been? Neth, you've got a small novel, so why don't we go ahead and go with you?
3: It's not that I have a novel. It's that if I don't write out what I want to say, I'll forget.
0: I know. It's just like you compare it to, like, Chris, which is like, I killed Jaina.
3: I know. He's got, like, six words total, and I'm like, I actually write it out.
0: I have a total of five words in mine. So a little peek behind the curtain, little meta peek behind the curtain there on our show notes. Um, Hey, Neth, so how's your stuff been? How was your last Um, two weeks?
3: So I haven't done much gaming. I found out that the reason why I've been sick so damn much is I've had a sinus infection for two months now. So I'm on antibiotics, but I've just had zero energy to do anything. Other than that, the big news that I want to share with everybody is the Con Before the Storm Kickstarter went live as of this morning. Um, They have a 19K goal. Um, Last time I checked, they were at 5K already, and I encourage everybody to check it out. Um, For those of you who don't know, um, they announced the other day that they are partnering with the Wowhead Party this year instead of competing against each other. They're doing it together and um it happens at the same time day before blizzcon so people who go down for blizzcon have a chance to go see this too doesn't require a ticket to get in and it's a great community event so i really encourage people to check it out sponsored if you can it's a great thing isn't
0: blizzard competing against the community stuff too yeah yep. a little bit yeah 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 um for those of you who have listened to the show for a little while you know every year once come before the storm stuff starts happening we usually try to plug them as much as humanly possible so um i know kevin will be in touch with seraphis and some other folks uh about getting uh the bumper again for this year uh we just don't know when the bumper's gonna go live probably yeah so uh, those of you who are familiar with it, you know, we've done that for the last two years, so it's going to continue. So, uh, be patient with us. We love you. Thank you for being patient with us as we, uh, try to, uh, you know, signal boost, I guess, or amplify the message for the fantastic community, uh, for Blizzard games and WoW in general. Uh, Kevin. Hello. What is block is like aid? Block aid. Or maybe yeah. Kool-Aid.
3: It, it's, an it's, event. it's Kevin not spelling properly. That's what it is. Okay. It's
2: Kevin not knowing how to spell blockade. Now, Chris, that's
0: rich coming from you, sir. Oh no, I know, but I own my mistakes. I own my spelling mistakes. Okay. Hey Kevin. Uh, while we're here busy, you know, belittling you, hey, how was your last two weeks, buddy?
1: Um, had a good last few weeks. Uh rating has been Going slowly, but it's been going. Uh, we got down blockade and mechatork on heroic level difficulty.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Um, so that's good. We're on to Jaina. We got to phase two, so we're making some small progress. Um, <clears throat> a friend of the show, LB, also got me into Star Wars: The Old Republic. Um, free to play now. I did free to play. I've been
0: free to play for a long time. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say it's been free to play for a while because of Tortanic. But yeah, you were saying. Yeah.
1: And I've been playing that. Um I've not played a recent Bioware game. So the whole pick one of these three options and then hear, you know, how it kind of plays out is new to me. So that that's been interesting as I pick some weird responses to uh the conversations that are in that game. If you're not familiar with it, there's a lot of conversations. There's tons of, like, RPG conversations. Yes, because
0: an MMO sure does need lots of branching conversation paths.
1: Yeah, I, it's very different from WoW in that regard. I said regard. this
0: to Kevin. You,
2: you don't play Star Wars like an MMO. You play it like a solo RPG, and then it is one of the best stories you will play.
1: Pretty much. I mean...
3: I mean, you're not wrong.
1: The, the one thing I will say about it is that um, Eric Jorgen approves um which is kind of become an inside joke but uh yeah so you get a companion and then the companion like either approves or disapproves of what selections you pick um the story does
0: you actually get now. multiple
3: companions and you can romance some of them
0: as, as we're sitting here interrupting kevin so rudely um i am doing it as well too don't worry i started yeah. it. um so the, the
1: story does kind of go across different planets, too. So it's kind of cool that you have this one single storyline for your class that kind of goes from planet to planet and takes you to different places and you know as you're doing quests on those planets too. So it's been interesting. Um, i I don't know. It gets kind of repetitive though, because you're doing the same thing over and over again. Go here, kill this, go here, kill this. It's you know very much like wow questing sure um, is
0: a scintillating conversation about a five-year-old mmo
1: yes uh i also have been playing some apex legends uh which is still fun chris installed it so we might actually get to play with him
0: now at some point yeah
1: um so that with will be that cool Sweet,
0: sweet ping that he's gonna get
1: and neth has been at least curious about it so maybe she'll also install it
3: i've been um, curious about what
1: apex legends
3: Eh, but if I install it, it's going on my Xbox. Not yep.
0: that
1: easy. Oh, well, then we won't be able to play it with you, but okay.
0: They still don't have crossplay enabled for that?
1: I don't think they do crossplay. play <clears throat> <clears throat> um, But yeah, so I think what I'm basically saying is we're trying to fill some dead air time in between playing WoW because not a lot of people from the guild are logging into WoW when it's not raid time. Um, for probably a number of reasons but it's just kind of getting stale right now
0: and that's fine you don't need to play the same game all the time so well there's it would be nice game. if
1: we were able to do some Mythic Plus to gear up a little bit because I think that would help us uh, progress through the, there's the dungeon there's a whole world of games out there
0: here. yes a whole wonderful world of games
1: Right, and now I'm going to mute myself because there's some shit going
0: on outside that I have no idea what's happening and that's definitely staying in the edit today. Hey, Chris, how's your two weeks been? Uh, we killed Jana, so I'm happy.
2: Hey, congratulations! Bitch is dead. It was a, like seriously. Our shamans had to ank and kite the bitch, but we killed her. Wasn't a clean kill,
0: but we killed the bitch. Uh, Jana for life. Um, and what else you been up to? Um, I'm now a restle druid. Okay, that
2: happened. Yeah, I'm now a restle druid.
0: That happened. I don't wa- See that's one of the reasons I don't play WoW anymore. It's like I do- as one of the reasons I don't raid anymore, I should say. Uh, oh, no, well, no, no, this was entirely my choice. Yeah, no, I know you, Chris. You made a choice that was right for the group. No, genuinely, genuinely, this was my choice.
2: I was going to tank on that druid, then I was like, fuck that. That is not fun. So I started gearing healer and Kim said, "Well, I'm healing." My Character is also completely geared to tank. We can just swap if you want. Yes, please. So now I'm a and it's really fun.
0: Okay, what else have you been up to?
2: Um, playing Final Fantasy fourteen. Still leveling up in that. I've got an astrologian <laughs> up to. Don't blah 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 me. I've got an astrologian up to sixty, and I've got a bard up to sixty. I'm now deciding which one I'm gonna push through to seven are probably gonna end up being the Astrologian to be quite honest because they're really fun. Okay. And
0: that's about it. What about oh, and you, the- Me? I don't do shit. Uh, no, actually, I've, I've really not a whole lot. It's the same thing I always do. As I'm playing Hearthstone, I'm having actually a lot of fun. I switched to Wild because I got really tired of Standard and the same bullshit every all day every day. Um, so I am playing Wild and dealing with the same bullshit all day every day. But at least I have more options. Um, and just I, I bought Monster Hunter World a couple of weeks back because I had a shitload of Steam credit just sitting around uh, from selling like four or five weapons from CSGO that I don't use anymore, uh, which is to say all of them. It's not all of them. I still have like another $120 worth of uh, Counter-Strike weapon skins, but I sold some of them because it was like, eh, I want to buy some Warframe platinum. Mm. So I sold some, got some, boom, bada bing, bada boom, and I bought Monster Hunter World and I've been playing the shit out of that because I have played Monster Hunter before like a long time ago. And it's just really entertaining. It kind of scratches that sort of like really thinking man's action RPG kind of thing. Like Dark Souls does for me sometimes it's like, oh, you have to prep and you have to be ready and you have to know how the attack patterns go and things like that. So it sort of stretches, uh, scratches that same sort of itch for me. So i have been playing a shitload of that too. So. Monster Hunter world is really fun. Yep. And uh, I'll discuss the rest of that uh, so much later uh, about, you know, when we go into possibly go into like the non blizzard stuff a little bit later. Um, I think that covers about it for our updates. Is everybody everybody comfortable and happy with what they said? Yep. All right. So we have a lot. Oh, there's Kevin. Uh, What kind of shit was going on, buddy?
3: I was just about to ask that. I
1: don't know. There was he just some him. beeping. There was some beeping outside. Oh, oh, some cars and stuff. Why? Oh
3: oh well, that my. sounds remarkably less interesting than you made it out to be.
0: You made that sound yeah. like you know it was like a fucking brawl or something going on outside. Was like it's a like, drive-by shooting outside. It is America. Yeah, actually.
3: like I thought it was hey, like hey,
0: something hey, major. Hey, 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 hey. Hi. Hi. Um, <laughs> we've got some fucking feedback. Um, who wants to take the first one? Actually, I think I'm gonna take the first one. Oh, you wanna
3: take t- the first part? Okay.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna take that first one just because. So uh Carrie, which is at uh Ivy Raider on Twitter. Is that correct? No, <laughs> Yup or just, no? Just
3: go with Carrie because he make I say it wrong every time, and I know I say it wrong. So, hi Carrie, I love you.
0: Hi Carrie, I don't know you, but hi, your comments are first off, fuck Tim Sweeney, so much hubris. Twelve hundred percent agree that there's some really deplorable practices being levied into the industry, and that is that uh, kind of goes back to what we were talking about last week with the industry practices going on right now with Epic and things like that. And I don't think you're going to find a single person here who disagrees with you on that, bud.
3: All right. I'm going to take the next part. So if you'll remember back to our last episode, Kevin was arguing the semantics, about what Carrie said. So this is Carry' clarifying that. So it says, all right, Kevin, I want a two hour long podcast since they're going to be recorded and streamed every once a fortnight semantics, dude. And then he was re- responding to the other feedback about sad sounding hosts um, that pragmatism and negativity are very different things. Personally, I don't feel negativity, but video games are art and art is hella subjective. People are going to feel different ways about it. As long as it's not forced, he loves the funny intros.
0: It's always forced.
3: But the ASMR needs more pops and bubble sounds.
0: I, I will make sure that I go buy uh, some some bubbles and uh, some uh, bubble wrap. <laughs> and then a uh, little brushes my wife's an artist so i'll just get brushes and brush over my microphone just very soft
2: uh i'll read the workout stuff sure. uh he says that crystal storms is a fun little read but super is not melee friendly <laughs> um uh, the if effects loop is awesome and not something we've seen much since classic NBC. Uh I think that's in regards to the uh Azerite neck, the changes that's coming in it too. Uh-huh. Uh the logic loop uh bit gear is indeed uh deterministic and static so uh busted combos won't be so o- overt or o- mm. I can't fucking English oh, today. I can't fucking English you can't today. English I'm reading anyway screw you i'm reading the word and it's like that's 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 not a word then oh no there it is i can see it now <laughs> you can't into english anyways i hate you
0: i know you do your hate feeds me. <laughs> oh <my> God, yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the azure essence system is very close to diablo's legendary gems mm-hmm. um previously the class legendary rings uh were the hellfire necks from diablo 3. that's fair yeah uh, and rifting is not island expeditions uh you actually gain meaningful player power uh from greater rifts and normal
0: rifts mythic mythic plus is probably the closest so in the progression sense yes rifting is mythic, mythic plus from the mechanical sense island expeditions are rifts
3: yeah and and that's kind of what we were we were talking about we were we were saying more about the mechanics of of it yeah like
0: like no good god no one would ever no one would say right now that i and i don't think we did and if we did just correct me and i will own up to it but i don't think we said that it's like you get the same level of rewards like vis-a-vis island expectations oh yeah i wish you did
3: I love, I truly, truly love the Island Expeditions and think they're a great thing, but I wish you got more meaningful rewards out of it. Now I yeah, love the cosmetics I and I love the toys and pets and stuff like that, but it would be great if it was actually a viable option to, say, level an alt. But, yeah,
2: and I think the changes that came in 8.1 made them so much more better, so much more better, so much more, f- so much more fun. and. Actually, added different scenarios and different uh, mashup of mobs. There's a lot of good changes that came that made it a much, a, a much more inviting, enjoyable. System.
0: I think enjoyable would be a good word there. Yeah, uh, probably.
3: I'll take the next section. So, in I'll, reference let's to let's our discussion, Kevin, we'll, at something, we we'll let let's Kevin do the last one. Somewhere.
0: Okay, that's fine. Can okay. I just
1: say that. How the hell is Mythic Plus not riffs? And why is island expeditions? It is. That's what we're saying.
3: Yeah, we're we're not we're saying that he's right, but also what we were referencing is also right, like in different ways. They're both kind
0: of nothing
2: plus as refs, but the actual mechanical
0: systems of refs as also islands, Mm -hmm. to a degree. But yes, go ahead, Neff.
3: Okay. So, in referencing our discussion about BlizzCon, Carrie um, said the ticketing system this year is probably going to suck a lot. And now that the ticket sales have happened and seeing all the yep. feedback, sounds like that guess was correct. <laughs> um, his piece on the paid BlizzCon events on day zero, the price plus the perks you get from it is not going to take. It's likely an experiment and Um, the hope is that it doesn't go well because community events, um, he drives to BlizzCon. He lives 40 minutes East of Disneyland. So keep, and he said also to keep in mind, the Anaheim convention center's venue fee has gone up. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that's in reference to us talking about the increase in price and stuff. Yep. Um BlizzCon staff are so damn tapped, pretty much every employee is there. And after the layoffs, it's gonna be rough this year. On
0: I just just to interrupt real quick, on that note, um you know they did just start posting job listings for all those jobs they laid off recently, right? Yeah. Yep. And remember, most of those job listings were from were from the EU. So I yep. don't think that's gonna really affect BlizzCon all that much. They don't really, as far as I know, they don't bring out a ton of the Blizzard staff from the Scotland office.
3: Ireland, Ireland, sorry, yeah. Um, And then the last sentence about BlizzCon, because we were talking about what we would love to see. Never say never about Lost Vikings. Classic franchises are making a comeback, which made me very happy. Mm.
0: Nostalgia wank sells.
3: And Mm -hmm. I fucking, I do. I said this last week, but I fucking loved that game. I truly loved that game.
0: I actually liked Blackthorn more. I didn't like Lost Vikings, but I really liked Blackthorn. I have never played either. That's because you're a baby. I'm a baby. So young. So young. So innocent. So pure. Not I don't know and cynical about the, the last world. two, but so young. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Hey, Kevin. Want to take that last section for us, buddy? Um, Sure I can.
1: Uh, the last section about developer woes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, um Kerry goes on to say developer woes. A D4 title card after the immortal announcement would have gone a long way to appease fans. I agree with that.
0: Yeah, I know that's that's what we've been saying. I think I think Kerry was just agreeing Chris, with us on that one.
1: Chris has been Chris a big proponent. Chris has been proponent. very
0: vocal for about this.
1: <laughs> yes. Um only one rebuild of D4, formerly Project Hades, talking about nintendo approach hey we're working on stuff and it's far out but we just can't show you anything with game amount announcements is risky which is probably why blizzard didn't do anything
0: yeah i mean that's that's fair i mean we kind of i think we sort of touched on that where it's like a double-edged sword
1: yeah he mentions the
0: um Um, yeah metro prime 4 situation yeah metroid prime and titan both yeah
1: Mm -hmm. um so yeah, which if you guys haven't been following that, they had to basically come out and publicly say they were re- they were scrapping Metroid Prime Four and it was we're going to be done thing. by a different developer. Yep. Um, Overwatch has been out for three years as of May. This has been there have been murmurings that there will be a PVE mode. Um, that would be fun. I well, would. I'd I, I would do PVE.
0: On that note, actually, that they did mention that, uh, I believe during the earnings call, that uh, spinoffs for Overwatch are a high priority for them at the moment.
2: I'd play the shit out of that. I'm not going to
0: lie. I believe it was during the earnings call, they said specifically that um, Overwatch is a franchise that they're looking to continue to build and iterate on. And that, uh, spinoffs are a very, very likely probability in the near, in the near term future. Yeah. Hmm. So very likely we may get Titan may actually eventually kind of come out just in its overwatch form in both the PDE and PDP aspects that exist. So that's interesting.
3: Yeah. And
1: <clears throat> the last yeah. thing that he mentions too was uh, well, I don't know. Chris kind of cut me off, but we were talking about PVE, Overwatch mode. Mm-hmm. That would be fun. I would yeah. expect some kind of like a leveling up system. Um, I'd want there to be like different abilities or gun mods or something to like, as you level up, there's some sort of progression there. That would be cool. But you want Borderlands. Yeah, I just want to play Borderlands 3, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Uh, and, yeah, that's fair. And yeah. finally, um, although I was complaining to LB earlier that I just want a shooting game where you shoot stuff instead of needing to worry about abilities all the time. Like thinking of rage and thinking of Borderlands, it's just like, what about a gun game where you shoot things?
0: Doom and I think, Call of Duty 2? Doom. No, not call doom. it Yeah, Doom. Doom Doom, basically, yeah. or Hexen or Heretic or Goldeneye or Quake.
1: Yeah. Uh, Anyway, so the last thing that he states is Apex Legend had an insane amount of crunch to get where it
0: is in its current form. Um, I'm assuming we were talking about that. We did talk about the crunch culture that exists uh, with Epic very much, especially. Um, I think, though, that there is a certain amount of crunch that is built into just the DNA of game development, because if you're trying to hit a deadline, yes, you're going to be there is going to be some crunch expected of it. Um, But we do also have to remember that Apex is built off of the ashes of Titanfall 3. Um, that, that's, that's why it uses Titanfall guns. It's why it uses Titanfall movement system for the most part. Um, I, I think that especially with how much, uh, what is it? Respawn that does, uh, Apex and Titanfall. Uh, yes,
1: it's Respawn. respawn.
0: Um, with, with. And, and especially with how much Respawn has talked about over the years, trying to minimize crunch as much as possible. I don't know personally how much crunch the devs over there went through. So I can't like, I, I'm not a, I'm not an authoritative voice on this, but I feel like they probably did a minimal amount of crunch if possible. But like I said, there is a certain amount of crunch built into game development, just regardless, just because of how the deadline system works. Um, they're also they've also spoken very publicly about minimizing crunch and you know, and that's kind of what we talked about last week, and that's what this is in response to. So Dead
1: yeah. Air. That's that was the end of his comments. So thank you for all the comments.
0: We do appreciate it. We are thirsty for your comments. Giggity. Thirsty. Okay. Thirsty. <laughs> we 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 have a deep, deep thirst for comments. I think we got, I think we, I think somebody mentioned that. What was it? Either last show or the show before. Hey, comments. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're thirsty for comments. Yes. We were, we have, we have the thirst for your words. Um, so, okay. Chris, you put up a Twitter poll last week, right?
2: Yes. I did. Um, with all the uh, information that came out about BluzzCon and, uh, the fact that it's officially finally been announced, um, we wanted to know uh, from our listeners uh, if they were going to BlizzCon or not. Uh, so we stuck up a poll. It lasted from the from Saturday to Saturday last week, mm-hmm. uh, and it was a simple question: Are you going to BlizzCon? Uh No or yes. Uh, we got seventy six percent saying no, twenty four percent saying yes.
0: Uh, can you tell me what your methodology was? Did you use Gallup Ipsos? Um, we use the Twitter the- bell end polls. Ah, okay. Uh, what's your margin for error? Your mom. My mother's a lovely lady. Thank you. She has a margin of error. <laughs> I am her margin of error. So yes, you are. <laughs> yep. Um, so pretty thank
3: large
0: you for- margin of error. Uh, yeah. I'm pretty. I'm a big point. <laughs> I'm a big margin of error there um so discord we did have uh no interactions because we're actually kind of bad about being on discord so it's kind of hard for people to get in touch with us there um but the discord is as always linked in to our uh to the show notes and it should be on at least one or two of the pages somewhere uh, feel free to join in and ask questions or give comments, whatever you might have. Um,
3: even if I, it's on, they can leave a message that we will see and respond. And
0: it. I also use—I have Discord on my phone, and I do have persistent notifications. So if you have a question and I might be at work, I can—I can get you a response probably by lunch or break. Ooh. Woo! Um, And of course, Kevin's favorite circle jerk portion of the feedback section. Um, so I,
1: I don't know. The
3: show why is do you, Kevin. Completely completely why do you always author. have to say
0: these? You did throw me off. Because um, <laughs> it's not wrong. <laughs> that was the goal. No, no, no. That was the goal, Kevin. I did
1: want to attempt to throw you off as best I could. You threw me off. It's not a circle jerk. These are our listeners who listen from several countries around the world. Thank you for listening, the U.S., the U.K., Canada, Ireland, and Germany. Awful
0: lot of honkies. Hmm. Well, gotta... Oh, my gosh. This this is who listens... Awful lot of honkies
1: there. This is who listens to the show. And then, you know... We can't change that. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> I try my best to be as difficult as possible. We do always appreciate you all listening to the show. Um, and I, I, I want to call out the Swedes. I mean, come on,
1: Swedes. What are you doing?
2: Hey, you wanted them yeah. to listen to his bork, bork. They listened to his bork,
0: bork. Bork, bork, then and then they, they left.
3: Stay. I'm sad they <laughs> then didn't they, stay.
0: None of them are podcast listeners. I'm sorry. Yeah, they probably got on to listen to the intro and they were like, this is not very good, and then left no they genuinely <laughs> loved it <I> know, <laughs> hey,
3: they thought it, it was funny i just thought it was the reaction afterwards was do we really sound like that and they were so concerned it was kind of cute
0: it was adorable you, you sound like german slash, slash midwesterners yep sounds about right uh and somebody just deleted world of warcraft so um, you, moving on have... to the news yeah moving on to the news there was stuff in world of warcraft chris uh kevin
1: i know i moved it to blizzard because Uh, i got yelled at
0: yes you did get yelled at um we we have fun here folks we have so much fun here we're terrible terrible people yeah uh fourth wall breaking etc 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 so there's a lot of shit but not a whole lot of shit is the problem So I think today's show is going to be a little bit of just kind of conversing about the news and possibly conversing about general stuff going on in gaming at the moment, which I know you all are so excited to hear all this loot box shit and all this stuff about Epic Games. I know you're so excited. Mm -hmm. I like your Epic Games rants. So Chris, why don't you go ahead and shoot us into uh, the World of Warcraft PTR? Oh, okay. I don't have it up. Sorry. Uh, well, I right. do have a general idea of what's going on with it, so let's go ahead and start yes. there.
2: Um they are they are progressing with their testing for the World of Warcraft PTR. Uh, I believe they are. They now have Nazjatar available for testing.
0: I'm uh, not sure if it's Available, but I know it was announced. I believe I've seen videos of people running around like crazy let's on. it. Let's take a look while you're doing that.
2: I, I was also. I'm also trying to find the actual built list of things, uh, crap ton of string changes, crap ton of profession changes, uh, lots of new profession items getting added, stuff that you'd find on Nazjatar. Um, let's see what else we got. Uh, the war campaign scenarios have been data mined. Uh, we're not going to discuss them because spoilers, but uh, if you are Interested in reading through all of that? They are listed on MMO Champion, um, as well as the torn heritage armor artifact, uh, heritage armor quest chain is also available, uh, to, uh through data mining. You can have a look at all of that. Um, oh, what else we got? Uh, PTR, PTR, PTR. Sorry, there's a lot of things.
1: I mean, I think some of the videos, like if you watch Bellular or you watch um, that other guy, I can't remember his name right now. um, They walk through a bunch of the new features that are coming out on the PTR, including the Nazhtar zone and the Mechagon dungeon. Yep, that's Um, also
2: available. Mechagon's available.
1: (laughs) So we will definitely um, find a few of those videos and link you them in the show notes because, yeah. I think they do a really good job of kind of going through some of the pros and cons. But I think generally speaking, people are kind of excited about it. And it seems like there's, um, you know, definitely some stuff to look forward to in the new expansion.
2: Quick little throw to my uh, tank friends out there, uh, specifically Demon Hunters and Druids. Um, The class changes that we spoke about a few weeks ago, they are live on the PTR now. Uh, this includes uh, Demon Hunter's general magic resistant armor going up, whereas their active mitigation going down a little bit for their general armor, but it should smooth that sh- that spikiness out since we no longer work with Parry, which is why we were so OP in Legion. Um, with Druids, you're getting your active mitigation, essentially you can now have it up 100% of the time if you do it right, uh, because your rage generation is going up as well as your your starting rage when you first pull and when you tr- switch into bear form is also going up. And the cost of your active met and your maul are going down. So m- much m- much needy changes both for bear and for demon hunters. They are live. Test them out because they they seem to be smoothing a lot of the major problems that the two specs had.
0: That's good to hear. I I always like to keep it abreast of, you know, tank stuff, so.
2: So, yeah, I'm happy I'm very very happy about those. Um they did mention one little thing in regards to classic wow. Well, okay. Uh character classic character limits. Uh they will be following the old uh, rules when in regards to character limits. So, uh, so maximum of 10, 10 yeah, 10 per server, uh 50, uh, 50 across the account one faction on pvp servers only uh no overlap or regard with character limits uh in battle for azeroth uh and you'll be able to have up to 50 battle for azeroth characters and up to 50 classic characters at the same time so oh, same way it used to be okay yes um oh and children's week's live with uh zandalar new, uh... and Tiran equivalents live as well which I think is quite nice of, of, That of, of,
3: reminds me f- I need to do that.
2: I also uh, need to do that before it runs out, but yep. that's the first time they've added uh new kids since what
0: Wad was it wad? Didn't they add something for
2: Wad? I don't think they added anything for Wad um
3: okay, there was the original kids, then there was babies kids shelves and then there was the ones. then
0: you got the shows the are based on. and Oracle. Wolvar and oracles.
3: Yeah, I don't think there's been anything since then.
0: Yeah, since Wrath. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Uh, uh, the pets are a looks like a snapping turtle, a frog, a hermit crab, and a soralisk. An adorable, adorable soralisk. It is fucking adorable. <laughs> I really, really want it. It's so cute.
3: Wait, is it still live? Because it's not it, still live. Yeah, no. It's May second through no, May 9th. May, 2nd through oh, well.
0: May 9th we'll get it next year we will you have fun waiting a year for that hey, you'll be you'll
2: be you'll be capped out on Europe by then you'll be fine
0: <laughs> yeah no
3: I do have a world of Warcraft thing
0: uh-huh. Ooh. go ahead
3: I would like to say a very happy 14th birthday to the Leroy Jenkins video which was I'm the not- movies for the first time on May 11th 2005.
0: House for Life, and I will be polite, and I'm not going to do my best Leroy for you.
3: Oh, do it! please
0: do it! LEROY JENKINS! I approve. That was wonderful. (laughs)
3: As do I.
1: (laughs) That's going to have to get edited.
0: (laughs) I know, he's going to have to edit that. That's the problem. That's why I was like, I'm not going to do it, because he's going to have to edit that down.
1: You didn't have to... Put your voice right next to the microphone. Uh,
0: you have to, sir. That is literally up to, to you. Leroy. <laughs> <sighs> totally do. LB says Eric Jorgen disapproves. Yes. I, I assume LB's I got his headphones on, probably. Yeah.
3: Well, but logic <laughs> says if someone says they're going to do their best Leroy Jenkins, you pull Pick the their headphones off. away from your ears like I did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's what i did
3: because <laughs> you know oh, it's coming <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh dear all right so yeah uh happy birthday pals for life and your staged ass video we still love you so good though yep 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 um still not better than serenity now bombs a WoW funeral that's my favorite classic <laughs> WoW
2: video. horrible thing to do but it was so such a good video
0: Anything...
3: One of my favorites is still My Name is Deity, and I'm a Switcher.
0: Yeah. Um, my two favorites are, of course, uh Illegal Danish and, um, and Serenity Now Bombs a Wild Funeral. Uh, Illegal Danish was like classic Makanima. I
2: oh what was it? What was it called? Oh, what was that song called back in the day? Um I also... MC
0: Raiders.
3: We I know, also the, used to but... like a lot of the 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 song videos that um NIM put out, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah yeah, yeah. I
3: used to love a lot uh, of them. Can
2: have, we can't forget it's Oxhorn, mm-hmm, Oxhorn mm-hmm, videos were mm-hmm. great mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um oh, but there was one that I really fucking liked it was about gold mining, what was it
0: called gold farming mm mm-hmm.
3: I'm pretty sure that's a NIM one, hold on um.
0: By far I, I I had MC Raiders stuck in my head for like four years because of illegal Danish, so. nihau Now, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a little problematic, friend. That's what it was called. I'm sorry. I know. Yeah. Nihau!
3: No, that's and it, it is. It's one it's one of Nim's videos.
0: Love it. So good. Um Yeah, so. Lots of classic WoW Mekanima. Uh it was all really good for the most part, actually. Most of it was garbage, but there were some standouts in there. Oh, there was some standouts. The rest was shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you also had uh uh Swifty one-shotting people as a rogue uh, in PvP. It was Swifty PvP, uh, yeah, I think it was Swifty as a rogue in PvP, which was hilarious as hell. Um <clears throat> so, uh does that cover about most of our WoW stuff? I believe so. I believe so. Um So we've got uh, a couple of things that I normally talk about, which is going to be Diablo, which I haven't played in months. But season 17, which is the season of nightmares, begins on March, sorry, March, May 17th. Uh, The major update to this one is going to be there, adding a search functionality to your stash. Um, Just a quick reminder, uh, season of nightmares is going to be a permanent legacy of nightmares effect, which I don't think is really going to be that strong, but we'll have to see. Maybe Crusader Thorns is still a thing. So if it is, then legacy of nightmares will be really good. But oh, well, I mean, it's really going to be kind of interesting to see how that goes, but yeah. But 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 um, uh, you may want to cover that uh, Heroes of the Storm thing because I'll launch a little bit into Hearthstone s- soon. So you may want to cover that Heroes of the Storm thing. Okay,
2: <laughs> uh, The uh, very quickly for Heroes. The Heroes design team uh, had a AMA on Reddit recently. Dead game. Yep. <laughs> um, there was quite a few questions asked. Um, one of the ones that Dead really... There's there a couple things. Uh things in regards to their battlegrounds uh, they said that uh, they think that we we think that we have a diverse and interesting battleground pool at the moment and while we think it would be fun to introduce new ones we think there's a lot to gain to be made of making smaller tweaks to the existing ones to keep them interesting and make sure they're fun so for the foreseeable future we think the small we think the smaller adjustments to the battlegrounds is the way to go i am okay with this the amount, of, the, the amount of battlegrounds in the pool at the moment is so large to the point where they have to bracket them off for, uh, I think it's each ranked rotation. So there's only a few that appears in a ranked uh, pool. Uh, it's It's a nightmare to try and prepare for every single battleground with team comps and possible workarounds for heroes and stuff like that now that you, when they've shrunk it down to those i think they run six seven battlegrounds per rotation for ranked
0: that sounds about right for a standard map rotation pool yeah. for any sort of competitive game It definitely it makes it a lot easier to know what you're working
2: with and to know what you're looking for so i think this is a good call i think we have enough maps for the moment i would like to see new ones in the future but for now fix the ones you've got because they just did a massive visual overhaul for um what map was it? It was the Dragonshire map. Oh, it looks so fucking good. Seriously, so fucking good. Um, the, the one that I'm a little upset about is that they mentioned uh a- uh, Aram. uh Our current plans is to keep rotating through ARAM maps for the time being, which means it is also going to stay in the uh which means for now it's staying in, in the, within the brawl system. Uh, we are still discussing what the mode looks like in the future, but we have uh, broken ground on a true ARAM mode, which means it's coming, but in the future, that could potentially replace the current brawl mode, something in the future. I love the fact that we're going to get a, a dedicated ARAM, mat, um, ARAM mode. ARAM is wonderful. It you mean force- like five years after League of Legends? Yep. But, you know, we're getting it because, you know, as you keep saying, dead game, um, dead game. we're getting it. Um, I, 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 ARAM forces you to learn new heroes because it doesn't just take the good thing about ARAM and the good thing about the random system and heroes is that it doesn't just take from your pool of heroes. It takes from the entire pool of heroes, all the mounts, all the skins, all the sprays, all the announcers. It takes random everything, even if you don't own it. It forces you to learn new heroes, and I like that. Okay. Um, let's see. They were talking about that's one I'm. I'm a little sad about. I'm a little sad about. Um, there have been. Ta- they were talking about the weird heroes: Abather, Cho'Gal, Vikings, things like that. We um, see a lot of feedback about and uh, pleased to make more of these heroes, but we but we have been uh, resistant to do so for a lot of reasons. One, however, stands out above the rest. Why is it okay for a single hero to force up to nine other players to change the way they play the game? And I agree with that in regards to specifically Abathur, Vikings, and Chogal. Chogal, eight other heroes, obviously. Um, For Abathur to work, your team needs to build around him and only him. And the other team needs to build against him and only him. It's very frustrating. And it's the same with uh, Chogal and Vikings. You have to focus on that one hero. Murky, not so much with his current with his rework. Murky is a very solid hero, even on even in and of himself. He works with a lot of compositions now. Um
0: Vikings but, is Babby's first Meepo. <laughs> kinda. No, it literally is Babby's first Meepo.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um but no, I, lo- I, I love these candy heroes. Abathur was my f- the first weird hero I picked up, even though Marque was available. Everyone got Chogall for just going or uh, streaming BlizzCon. No, it was for Blesscom. You either mm. go to Blesscom or you get or you do the virtual ticket and you get Chogall.
0: Um. Oh wait. Yes, but Chogall yeah. first came out as the event. Yes. No. Hmm. Yes, no, because you, yes,
3: yes no, Chogal, Chogal. Was an event.
0: Chogal was an event and you played with another person. You had to duo queue with another person and you could gift them Chogal. One no. person had to have Chogal. The other person could play with them and get Chogal. You got Chogal randomly, I believe.
2: No, I think it was a combo of the two ideas. I think the people that went and watched BlizzCon got him and you shared them using that
0: way. I think it was a combo of the two. I think we're both right and we're both wrong. Yeah, I'll take a look at it later. It's not something we need to be really concerned about right now. Um, But I I like
2: these weird heroes. I like them in quick match. I fucking hate them in ranked. But I think there's a lot of potential for a lot of really weird heroes. And the fact that they're so reluctant to put more in does make me kind of sad. Dead
0: game i see dead games
2: mm-hmm. and the very last on this one <laughs> um we're still in regards to esports uh we're still oh, in oh, the oh. process of planning blizzcon but at this point there is no plans for organizing heroes esports i would love to see more uh, games played exhibition or otherwise but no promises and i obviously can't go into details but the team and the game will be there with new stuff to talk about and play
0: dead game we get it you don't like heroes i like <laughs> heroes it's just a dead game though
2: ah <sighs> you're a dildo
0: i know i am thank you <coughs> for a
2: full rundown of that of that AMA, we will have the link to both the um, Blizzard Watch post and the Reddit post uh, for the for the feed.
0: All right, nerds, y'all ready for some Hearthstone news? No. <laughs> no whatever is. Don't worry. Hey, on the ninth, they did the announcement. For the Dalaran Heist, which is the new single-player content coming into uh, uh, the most recent expansion for Hearthstone, Rise of Shadows. Rise of Shadows is the first of three, I believe it is, planned expansions that tell a story. So like the classic Magic Block set and the current Magic Block set. Um, I think it's going to be really interesting to see how that goes rather than being like the just sort of self-contained uh, expansions that each one has its own theme. This one is there are three expansions that are all going to be kind of themed against each other or with each other. Um, and Heist is the new single player mode. It is going to be twenty dollars. Um, and where have we heard that number before, Chris? Chris, do you remember what the the, the number twenty dollars comes from? No, but I'm sure you're going to tell me. I am definitely going to tell you. That's the same amount of Adventures used to cost. Oh yeah. So the way, of $20 US at least, um, so the way the Hearthstone uh, release schedule used to work was uh, you would have an expansion and then you would have an adventure, which was primarily solo content, but it came with a selection of guaranteed cards that you got just for clearing the solo content, which was an amazing value because you typically got three to five legendaries, give or take. Um, so it was really efficient way to go through and get Just some really generally good legendaries, um, also some other decent stuff. And then they decided they didn't like that format. So then they switched to three expansions a year, or I believe it's four. I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, And they gave us the single-player content, uh, which began with dungeon run uh, for Cobalt and Catacombs. Yeah. Uh, technically, it started with Wrath of with uh, Knights of the Frozen Throne with the Lich King fight, but yeah, it was. I like Dungeon Run because it was a whole new system. Um, Dungeon Run uh, begat Monster Hunt, which begat. Uh, the Dr. Boom's puzzle lab, which was a really interesting experiment, uh, which begat Rumble run, which Rumble run was garbage, but now we're getting the dollar and heist, which is apparently going to be more more comparable, comparable to the old adventure system. I can't wait. From what I understand, this is supposed to be like the biggest, most expansive piece of single player content they've ever received. They've ever released uh, for hearthstone. So we'll see how it goes. Fingers crossed. I could rant more, but I'm not going to because I know not everyone likes Hearthstone. If you like the Hearthstone stuff, send us some... Give us some feedback about it, and I'd be happy to expand upon it. Or contract it, I guess, if people don't like it. Um, I think that's going to take us down to Activision Blizzard news. Kevin, I don't think you've gone over anything so far.
1: I would love to go over the Activision Blizzard news. That didn't sound creepy at all. Go ahead. Yeah, here we go. Um, the BlizzCon tickets went on sale, and guess what? They sold out.
0: No and shit, Sherlock. Sherlock. Really? Yeah,
1: they sold out pretty much instantly. They used a new ticket system this time. It was called Axis A X S. Mm-hmm. Um, and some people, it was met with mixed reviews, but I would mm-hmm. say mostly poor reviews. Um, no, that's some people. Where it's like
0: a- a lottery waiting room kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You go into a waiting room, you get randomly selected to get a place in line. And then you, you know, basically get tickets if you get placed well in line and you don't get tickets. If you get placed poorly in line, Um, I tried to get tickets both times. I did not get tickets either time. (laughs) Um, Some people said that, you know, the waiting line could be bypassed by like, you know, basically doing some tweaks on the website. And I don't know a lot of people said that they had problems with it, but they, you know, I mean, sold I, all the, all
0: the I like the concept of a lottery for the tickets because it mm-hmm. generally is going to prevent people from picking up tickets for resale. But at the same time, it also prevents people from picking up tickets that they would be buying for uh, a friend, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and because I assume that there was a ticket limitation on it as well. Too. Yes. I think four, you could only get I two or four. Okay. Yeah, it's usually four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if they kept the same number that they've kept in years past, that's really not as big a deal.
1: Yeah. Um. That was the first bit of news. The second piece of news is that Blizzard is not going to Gamescom this year and mm-hmm. holding all of their announcements for BlizzCon.
0: Which is sad,
1: but... Chris, as a European, does this
2: matter? I mean, it's yeah yes and no no because we're there is only what three months between the two
1: it's usually uh, like August and then November
2: August and November so yeah but it was always the end of August start of November okay. got it um so there's usually about three months between the two give or take um but it is a bit of a disservice to their massive European following. The 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 because for the last few years they have been going to Gamescon and announcing something big. I mean, we had even we had a Warcraft they, announcement there.
3: Even if they're not gonna announce something, at least go and have a presence. Like Yeah. Last I mean we year talked a little bit about
0: this last week.
3: I know, but I still think like it's still kind of strange. Like Last year was the first time, and granted it was before all the layoffs, and maybe because of the downsizing, that's part it's playing into why they're not going. But I mean, like last year it was huge news for one of the cons in Canada. The um one of the Toronto cons blizzard was gonna have a booth last year. And it was apparently really cool. I didn't get to go, but friends did. Um, but that's the first time they've been at a con in Canada, right? So to have them start pulling back from doing stuff like that is kind of disheartening because I was hoping that meant that, you know, they were going to start expanding to more cons instead of less.
0: Now, Fuck Europe, North America
2: first. <laughs> now, they did make it very clear that, and I quote, you'll still be able to find Blizzard gear in the GamesCon 2019 shop area. So you can't. You're, they're not going to be there, <laughs> but still give them money.
0: Yeah. yeah. Not buy our shit. We're not going to hey, give you the no. satisfaction of seeing the games, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. I I I had I I was reading the
2: press report and I had to mention that because it, it, I think it's very shitty that they're mm-hmm. they're not they're not going to have a presence there, but they still want you to buy their shit.
3: Yeah, well, that's that's because
1: shitty. they opened that um, uh, store over there or the warehouse over there so that they could have you know sell Blizzard stuff to people in Europe a lot easier than shipping it overseas yeah, it's got like so they got to do something with all that it's shit, got Chris. like a
2: third of the stuff on it
1: oh really it doesn't even have everything
2: yeah well if you remember Blizzcon last year I had to get you to buy half of my shit and I had to give you the money because they didn't for have sure. it on the European store
0: okay
1: yeah that does kind of suck
0: well, lol second we're class we're not going to have any
1: of that either and all the good stuff is going to come out for Blizzcon anyway So um, the final story about Blizzard is that they had a recent earnings report. They mentioned that um, active monthly users is currently down 8.5%, which kind of tracks with, you know, how their games have been doing and how they haven't released anything this year, Major. And um, it doesn't seem very surprising to me. What about you guys?
2: No, not really. Not really. We haven't had a lot of co- with heroes being pushed into developer mode or whatever the mode, whatever it is. Um maintenance. So there's maintenance mode, that's it. There's not a lot that's came out for heroes. We've had one new hero this year, which is the I think it was Anduin, and then before that we had mm. what's the what's the angel that's the big boss guy?
0: Oh, Inarius.
2: And our uh, yep, we had him and then we had Anduin Imperius. Sorry, Imperius, Imperius. Yep. And then we had Anduin. And there was I wanna say about a four month break between the two. And that's the longest we've ever had to wait for a hero. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. it's kind it's and it's the same with, with um Overwatch, we've only had like one event that's really added anything new other than skins. And that's on a rotation. Uh, it, we don't need to talk about, wow, we talk about that to death. It's, there's there's not a lot going on at the minute. It's it's yeah. depressing. Yeah.
1: It is. It's yep. sad to see.
0: Well, it's 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 getting into the beginning of summer, and that's usually traditionally a fairly slow period of time. It's the end of spring, beginning of summer. That's traditionally a fairly slow period of time for us for for blizzard period. So it's what? not surprising it shouldn't
1: be for people playing games i mean that should be the time when kids are coming off school and they have more time to play games so you would expect that there yeah, was but some most stuff the for them to do and there's
0: not most of the big announcements and things come before this period though
3: yeah mm-hmm, there is not really look at e3 e3 happens right at the start of summer
0: mm-hmm. and e3 is a garbage convention for garbage people that's just me being contrary. Sorry. Yeah.
2: In regards to Blizzard specifically, though, most oh. things come out out <laughs> with the summer months. Most uh, most uh, announcements and usually releases. These uh, we we have very few summer releases for Blizz for Blizzard. I mean, we're obviously we're getting yeah. Warcraft Three Remastered this summer, apparently, um, and we're getting Warcraft Classic this summer, um, apparently but typically you see things get released between august and november for blizzard typically
1: mhm well yeah they they need to ultimately announce stuff so that it's available for uh christmas which is i think what they're still kind of tracking to is like making sure that they have stuff that parents can buy their kids but yeah it's it's kind of frustrating that there hasn't been anything for a year so Hopefully it's a big BlizzCon and a bunch of new stuff is going to come out that we can play hopefully next year. Um, That was pretty much the Blizzard news, uh, the non-Blizzard news. Um, Other than some other controversy with some other game studios, which we probably won't get fully into, um, there was an interesting piece of news that a senator in Missouri, I believe, is proposing legislation for um addressing loot boxes and pay to win tactics in games um this is senator Josh Hawley from from Missouri mm-hmm. um this there's two scenarios that they're trying to help uh legislate the first one is pay to win i think people are aware of and like people who play games i think are aware of these things but um, when you can uh, play money to advance your character or to, um, you know, have an advantage over other players. So that's something that they want to legislate against. And then loot boxes, because they say that this is gambling, um, paying for something and getting some randomized rewards. So that could lead to addictive behavior, which is what they're trying to prevent with this uh, proposed legislation. So um someone mentioned i nath or Chris, uh, gav i think you guys mentioned that there was already a statement put out about this um from the what was it the electronic esa, game. ESA
0: yeah, the, and esr esa probably yeah the ESA. esa
1: um nath do you have that handy
3: uh i can get it one second
1: okay so yeah that that um the esa what does that stand for again European Space Agency? <laughs> Jesus Christ.
0: It's the Entertainment uh, Software pretend, Association.
1: Entertainment Software Association, which is basically a lobbying group of the major video game studios that include, well, we don't know if it includes Activision Blizzard anymore. We heard that they dropped out, but pretty much all of the major game studios, um, and they put out a statement basically saying that there's already ways to um go around this by using parental controls and that you know if and and i forgot to mention that this legislation is being targeted at preventing kids from doing this stuff so it's not saying that everyone shouldn't be able to pay to win or to you know quote unquote gamble by buying loot boxes but
3: Here, if it's
1: directed towards children then that's what they're trying to prevent so uh Nath go ahead
3: with that okay so the quote from the did we say senator Yeah, it's a a senator. senator? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. I don't do American politics. I'm not American. (laughs) So he says social media and video games prey on user addiction, siphoning our kids attention from the real world and extracting profits from fostering compulsive habits. No matter the business models advantage to the tech industry. One thing is clear. There's no excuse for exploiting children through such practices. Um, And then there's another quote from him that says when a game is designed for kids, game developers shouldn't be allowed to monetize addiction. And when kids play games designed for adults, they should be walled off from compulsive microtransactions. Game developers who knowing to exploit Hmm. children should face legal consequences. Okay. So what I'm going to say as a parent before I get into what the Entertainment Software Association said As a parent, there are these neat things called parental controls. If I'm letting my child play a game that's designed for an adult and I, as a parent, don't go in and turn on the parental controls, that's my business and it's my choice what I am and am not policing my kid to have access to. Not some senator's business. If I want to allow my kid to have that access then he can have that access. If I don't, I can turn it off. Okay? Now, I do agree that if the game is specifically designed for small kids, then no, there shouldn't be these kind of transactions because then you are specifically targeting the kids. But when we're talking about adult games, if you're letting a kid who's under the age rating for the game play, then it's on the parents. It's 100% on the parents.
2: Yeah. Okay, I agree entirely.
3: So, the quote from the Entertainment Software Association said, um, We look forward to sharing with the center the tools and information the industry already provides that keeps the control of in game spending in parents' hands. Um, parents already have the ability to limit or prohibit in game purchases with easy to use parental controls. Ah, shocking. Also, I don't know who's angry typing, but it's really distracting.
0: Sorry, that's mechanical keyboard. Sorry. Not it's called the mute button. Shut up.
3: Oh, all I can hear is ticka, ticka, ticket, ticka, ticka. ticka. <laughs> yeah, that.
0: <laughs> Happy? Very. Okay.
1: Yeah, so obviously they don't want a full-scale ban so that they can continue to monetize this. Um, and I think that they're right. There are ways to block spending or to prevent kids from spending. And as an adult, we shouldn't be able to just, you know, not have these things if we want to use them if we have the money to pay for it and want to spend it on that
0: ah, this is a whole really thorny issue is the problem because if you look at it as a source of gambling gambling is a mental health issue Yep, i was about to bring that up but you beat me to it you go gambling is a mental health issue if you classify loot boxes as if you, if you quantify loot boxes as gambling, which in, in its way it is, um, you have to regulate it just like you would regulate any other controlled substance, just like you would regulate anything else that could cause addiction issues. It's addiction. Again, it's a mental health issue. Uh, you, you know, there's, there's a reason we regulate tobacco. We regulate, uh, we regulate, uh, psychotropics. We regulate all this other stuff is because of addiction concerns gambling is a big addiction concern i know for a fact i have family that's had gambling addictions in the past and it's because it's like you're 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 short-circuiting your dopamine and endorphin receptors inside of your brain and you can't it's hard to get out of that if they classify loot boxes as gambling then that's the death of loot boxes there's no way to regulate that industry without just there's no way that they would allow it to be regulated in the way that would need to be regulated for mental health concerns. Mm. Which is sad because there are some precedents that they might be able to bring up, uh, like the ones relating to trading card games and collecting collectible cards and things like that, that in the past have basically been able to skirt gambling laws because reasons. I'm not entirely sure why. Um I I'd have to research a little bit and in, further into it, but um because buying a pack of physical magic cards is the exact same thing as buying right. a digital pack of magic cards.
1: Well, that's what I was just going to say. I was thinking of an analog to real life with, you know, baseball cards or magic cards or whatever Pokemon cards. You know, exactly. Yeah. Cuz
3: Any, anything like that. It's random what you get in it.
1: Yep. Yeah. And that's not regulated is it okay
3: so i'm gonna ask a legitimate question because i truly have no idea not being american you're talking about (laughs) gambling regulations okay so i go to vegas (laughs) what gambling regulations are there
0: Um, the state of my
3: my ass off
1: well children can't gamble That's children can't
0: gamble yeah um and pretty much the casinos have as much discretion as they essentially want if they feel like you're winning too much, they can kick you out. If they yep. feel if if they're feeling really generous, like they're supposed to kick you out. But it's you're also an adult, so they really don't, so you know, you can run up tens and hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt. I mean, a good Samaritan, good corporate entity would probably kick you out before you got to that point, but yeah, they don't really have to. Um, there's not a lot of mental health protections in the United States. Just to be frank, there's not a whole lot of mental health protections like in relation to gambling and things like that. Um, gambling is if I th- think gambling addiction is in the DSMV, the DSM, I should say, but I'm not entirely positive.
1: I don't think we need to get into it that far. Uh, you could fuck off. I mean, I think you know, there are things that are analogous to this in real life like buying magic cards or baseball cards or whatever and that's not regulated you know i i was able to buy those as a kid no problem
0: yeah you literally pulled the exact same thing i just pulled up um lb just helpfully linked that yes that there is a dsm diagnostic criteria criteria for gambling addiction uh, gambling disorders
3: i was just about to say the exact same thing that it is a disorder in the dsm-5
0: yeah. So, so how I mean, how is
1: just stopping that going to help anything?
0: What do you mean? Stopping what? Like,
1: what? like, what would the regulation even do? Just prevent those
0: practices from happening? It depends on the scope of the regulation. Like, it, it, it entirely depends on the scope of the regulation. Um, if it gives broad regulatory powers to the U.S. government, then yes, they could conceivably just ban loot boxes completely. And anything that could be considered gambling as well um which opens up some really thorny subjects with things like fantasy draft leagues and things like that hmm. I, I mean yeah. a lot of places can like the fantasy league stuff they kind of get away with oh we're not stationed in the us you know we're not we're not we're not based out of the us and um it, it's it's a game of skill not of chance et cetera et cetera et cetera um loot I mean, boxes, it, not so much.
1: I, I could see it potentially being regulated like when you try to access a website for adults and you have to like put a credit card in or put your um um like age age in or something like that. But something that's like maybe you less mean,
0: You mean the easy easily to, bypassable
1: shit? Well, yeah. A credit card I think would make more sense because you know. There's I could a-
0: literally go onto tour right now and buy credit cards. I'm not going to because that's highly fucking illegal. you think a ten year old's going to know how to do that? I don't. Yes, yes, yeah. I do, Kevin. Now nowadays, yeah, yes, <laughs> yes, I do, Kevin. A hundred percent. If
2: this if this was like the early '90s, I would say early to late '90s. No, no one have any clue what to do, or even. uh early to late 2000s no one would have a clue if this was
3: the now, early 90s most people wouldn't know how to get on the internet in general
2: that's yeah. why i changed it that's why i changed it <laughs> if this was the early to late 2000s no one would have a clue how to, at that to how to do that nowadays you're damn straight they're gonna know how to do that
0: it's not hard and then also i mean a lot of parents have credit cards for their kids they have cell phones guess what you can do with the cell phone if you have google or and or apple you could use apple, apple pay, pay, pay or google pay it's yeah. like the phone is registered to your parents it's not registered specifically to you so you're using their information basically yeah i
1: mean i agree with nep there's ways to parent around this that shouldn't involve Legislation. And I think, you know, ultimately you're going to vote with your dollars. You know, you're going to buy games and play games and use games that don't have those practices in it or allow you to be able to monitor and block those kind of activities um, versus games that don't have it in it. Should they require all games to have those, you know, blocks in Uh, it? Maybe it's a good idea if they have to have parental controls built into the game. Maybe that's not a bad idea, but like to just say, no, you shouldn't do it, or they can't put those in the game because they could be directed towards children. Then I don't, I don't think wholesale legislation like that would be helpful to anyone because it can be bypassed.
0: Um, so that's actually really interesting um, because there's, there was a couple of really fascinating articles that came out a couple of like last year or early this year about gotcha games. Um, What's a, those,
1: define a gacha game?
0: G-A-C-H-A. Um, it's a Japanese word uh, referring to pon, which is...
3: Um, well, that just clarified everything.
0: It refers <laughs> to the Japanese word gachapon, um, which is basically if you ever go to like a vending machine when you were a kid... And you put the quarter in, and you turn the dial, and you got something random in your little ball. That's a gotcha. That's that's a, a gotcha pong.
3: Oh, I used right. to love that shit. That's gambling. Yeah, you're
0: still gambling. You're gambling there.
3: Huh? You're totally right, and I would never have thought of that. But you're you really <laughs> are. All
0: right. It's called gotcha pawn in Japan. Gotcha is very big with certain people. There are people that will spend hundreds and thousands of dollars chasing rare gotchas out of machines Shut because up. they're trying Seriously? to build a collect I'm not kidding in the slightest. They try to build wow. full collections of things. Like there's a limited chase version, uh, and there's one per machine. You'll see people just chunking money into that machine <laughs> and running through the whole thing, getting Everything out of it for the chance to chase that one figurine they're missing, Wow, all right, it's the exact same thing. that's the problem. Um there was a couple of really fascinating articles about gotcha games not too long ago, and that and then gotcha games are very much what you would think about when you think of gambling in yeah gosh upon um in uh in gaming terms, it's your loot boxes. Um, it's gotcha games are very much what this kind of thing is actually specifically kind of talking about in this band, um, because gotcha games typically lock progression behind gotcha items. So you have to randomly roll new items to get progression, or you have to randomly roll to access new characters. Um, there's a lot of gotcha games on the internet. There's. On, on on mobile phones. There's a lot. I actually play a gacha game on my phone. I don't spend money on it. I'm a free-to-player. Um, but there's... It's it's actually... It's, it's just gambling, straight up. This is the kind of stuff they're talking about. Um, okay,
3: but that doesn't apply to Overwatch, because anything that's in the loot boxes for Overwatch is strictly cosmetic and has zero effect on gameplay.
0: Okay, but what about... The the fact of the matter is, is what about the dopamine? What, like the gambling addiction thing we were just talking about. It's still gambling because you're, ta- you're paying real money to take a chance to get something. Yeah. It's still I, gambling.
1: I don't... I mean, honestly, I don't think we should even differentiate between free to play or not free to play because whether you want to... Or not, not free to play, but pay to win, I guess. Like... Mm-hmm. I just avoid those games because I don't like games that have those type of mechanics in it. Um, but it's similar to just buying something that's cosmetic only. I mean, you're putting putting money into a system or, you know, spending money on stuff to get something or to potentially get something, not getting it, feeling that oh shit, I didn't get it and then putting more money into it and hoping hoping you're getting something that you do like. Right? And it's, it's that cycle that they're trying to prevent.
0: Yeah. So it's, 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 this is all relating to the bigger mental health issue of gambling, gambling addiction, which uh, gotcha games and loot boxes and things like that. It kind of normalizes the behavior. And I think that's the big concern that they've got is that all this stuff is kind of normalizing the behavior of gambling and I mean, ultimately, I'm very much a laissez-faire kind of person when it comes to regulations and things of that nature. Take the warning labels off, everybody can do drugs, do whatever the fuck you want. You know, you will suffer your own consequences for your actions. In this case, though, these are things that children are regularly exposed to. And just the fact of the matter is is that a child's brain is not wired the same way an adult's brain is. and I don't think we should I, I personally I don't think we should and, and that hurts me because I love collectible card games and trading card games and things like that. I've been playing them for 20 plus years, Um, but nerd. Yeah, I know. Thank you. Um,
3: <laughs> I at, had to say it, <laughs> you know, we're not that we're not all clearly nerds because like, hello, <laughs> we're having a huge discussion about like gaming stuff, but <laughs> it <laughs> just needed to go out there.
0: It's okay. That's fair um that's fair it's accurate and fair um but it's like i've been playing magic for 20 years it's like i understand that what i'm doing if i'm cracking packs i am like i am i'm playing roulette basically it's like there's a chance it'll land where i want it to and there's a chance it's not
3: sounds dirty somehow
0: okay cracking a pack
3: yeah okay
0: that's all right that's all right that's all right um opening a pack of cards is that better?
3: I, I didn't disapprove. Yes. I just said it down. It sounded dirty.
0: Sounds dirty. Um, if I'm cracking a pack, I'm, I'm, I'm rolling the dice essentially on if I get something I need, or if I get something that's got monetary value or anything like that. I, I, I just think ultimately at the end of the day, we should, we really do need to try to do what we can to protect children and there are a lot of games that are super predatory. And there's a lot of really interesting articles that came out, like I said, that specifically talk about gachapon addiction and things like that. And I I, I linked one in the in our, our, uh, our Discord server um, that we'll make sure to post in the show notes because I think it very much is related to it. Um, that's just me.
3: I still think parents need to parent.
0: Yeah, that that too. Yeah. Like parents need to parent, definitely, a hundred percent.
3: You know, and what I set for restrictions for my kid is not going to be what somebody else sets for restrictions for theirs, right? Like, you know, my mine. He's sixteen now, so the restrictions have changed over time. Clearly, but you know, there was a time when he was younger where some of his friends and classmates were allowed to do things that I was like, ah, no. And I'm pretty easygoing when it comes to most stuff, but like some things, it was just like, yeah, no, you're like 10, 11 years old and you don't need to do that yet. Sorry.
0: Like at 10, would you let, would it, like say your, your your son was 10 right now, would you let him play these kind of games? Well, that I- That we're talking about specifically right here.
3: I would let him play Overwatch and stuff like that. Absolutely. I would just enable mm-hmm. parental controls to prevent him making the purchases without my- Permission, right? Like you can play the game without having to make the purchases. Mm-hmm.
0: What happens when he figures out how to get around the purchase restriction, though? And it's like, yes, I know, I know, it's like very much devil's advocate, like you know, uh outside possibility stuff. It's just like, I, it's just kind of a curious thing to me, you know.
3: Okay, so here's the thing. I'm pretty easygoing when it comes to stuff, and he at this point he's 16 we've built up a really good level of trust because if i say to him hey don't do this he doesn't do that because we have a good trust going and he's well aware of the fact of what the consequences would be if he violates that trust because if i say to you don't do this and you find to go around and do it anyways you can kiss your electronics goodbye and i will stand behind that because I'm his parent. That's my job. Uh
0: There's a lot. And I'm just, what I'm saying is like, there's a lot of parents out there that either don't have the opportunity. um, Don't have the opportunity to do that, or they don't choose to do that. There's also some parents out there
2: that just don't actually have the understanding of, setting up those online restrictions for stuff like that.
0: I mean, in that case, you know, the thing is like, you're a parent, you're expected to know exactly what your kid is doing. You you really should know exactly what your kid is doing. But at the same time, it's like, uh, there's, there's a lot of variables on the issue is the problem. So it's kind of like a really thorny subject.
3: Like our family computer is still in the living room. If I want to see what he's doing, I walk over and look. You know, like, he he has friends who have had computers in their room since they were, like, small, and I'm like, oh, no, no, that's not happening.
0: You go into the living room to see what he's doing, fragging noobs. born. And she'd be proud with the fragging noobs. Fragging noobs. Fragging <laughs> noobs. Just, just BFGs and yeah. pulse rifles everywhere.
1: I mean, m- my point would be, have it be standardized, or at least make sure that there's a certain level of protection for, you know, preventing these things to be purchased from miners. What um, I would
3: even be okay with is if, by default, it is turned on, and you have. Oh, to I think opt out is the way turn to do it. it. Off.
0: Yeah, I, I think also- opt out. Would, opt out. It would have to be opt out.
3: Because that would like I I I could go totally get behind that. It's by default the parental controls are turned on, and you have to have the know how and the ability to go in and turn it off, rather than rely on maybe not tech savvy people having to figure out how to turn it on. I could be behind that, but you still parents got a parent. I'm I'm gonna keep saying yeah. that, but parents got a parent.
1: But I think it would be easier to parent if there was a standardized way knowing that like every game that's on an iPhone or every game that's on Android is all using the same you know baked in parental controls that's standard to the operating system versus you know, does this game oh, or does this game not have the parental all controls
3: overall instead of having to do it like on a game by game basis,
1: yeah, yeah, bake it into the operating yeah. system level
3: yeah i I could get behind that too. So
1: yeah, there there's ways around this, and if they if like if there is going to be legislation and it makes sure that all games are complying with certain minimum standards, I think that's not a bad thing. Um, but if they're going to say you can't do this or we're going to ban you if you allow loot boxing in your game, it's just like that. That's the shit that I think stupid because it is ultimately up to the consumer if they want to buy it or not.
0: Yeah. I, I, th- I, think, I, think, I think we've made, I think we made some really good points there.
3: We've gotten yeah. We
0: got deep, yeah. We went yeah. deep. I, I, think I blame
3: this, the intro.
1: This subject yeah. has kind of been brewing for a number of years now. So, yeah. I mean, I think the, the other point I wanted to make was that, like, certain games like Overwatch, I think, are doing this better than others where, like, you can't get duplicates out of the loot box. So it just, you know, gives you crafting materials or allows you to not get the same item over and over again, which is another kind of thing that feels bad when you're doing, you know, gambling <laughs> out of loot boxes.
3: Unless they just recently changed that.
1: I think mm-hmm. that's been changed for a while now. That what you now? do get
0: duplicates. Um, no, you still get, you
3: still get duplicates. You just- get coins that you can spend on the item that you want
0: yeah that well that that's been in overwatch since the beginning i think what they did was they they have a sort of duplicate protection fewer duplicates yeah so you have a you have statistically significant chance you you sorry you have a statistically insignificant chance of receiving a duplicate legendary item you already own okay i think i think
1: Um, one of the things that, yeah. So I'm reading an article here from 2017. Um, it says one of the things that we're doing is drastically reducing the rate of duplicates that you'll get out of any loot box. Yeah. So that I think that helps. And, you know, whether you're choosing to pay for loot boxes or not, I think if you have that system in your loot box system, then that's helpful and would make me want to spend my money more than if. You know, I'm if there's a high likelihood that I'm going to get a duplicate.
2: Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um
1: so yeah, I think there's the the um electronic gaming what was it called? Electronic ESA.
3: ESA. ESA. Yeah.
1: ESA. They they make some good points in that there are ready, there already some there already are already? some self-policing. There's already some self-policing tactics that they're taking to, you know, prevent loot boxing for miners. But um yeah, they may need to institute a minimum or some type of a guideline that all companies should follow. Because like there are going to be nefarious companies that don't care and try to get kids to buy or spend money on their games. And, you know, that's what we're trying to prevent against. I don't think we're really trying to regulate against companies that are putting parental controls in their games and doing their best to make sure that minors aren't just blowing hundreds of dollars on, um, you know, loot boxes and games. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. It's not something that is, I don't even think it's been submitted yet to like officially get voted on or whatever. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll keep an eye on that as the story develops. Um, okay. Gavril, did we have any major topic or anything that we wanted to discuss today? Or I
3: think not- this became our major topic.
0: This became, yeah. became <laughs> our major topic. Um, I, think, I think we've done a really good conversation. We might run just a little bit short this week. Like an hour and a half show rather than two hours, if that's okay with you all. I'm okay with this.
3: We're good. Sure.
0: I feel like we came to a nice even point in the conversation, which I'll I'll be frank towards the end as we were getting more and more into the weeds on it. I was kind of tuning out a little bit, unfortunately. Uh, Totally understandable.
1: I tune you out all the time.
0: I know. uh... (laughs) It's a problem we
2: we keep talking to you about.
0: I, that's, that's fair um, okay so any final thoughts Neff
3: on um, this topic
0: any final thoughts on what we talked about this week
3: on this topic no okay I've uh, said what I need
0: to all right Kevin nope
2: Chris I'm just gonna reiterate what Neff said parents parent
0: do your jobs that's fair. you made them so parent them um I'm going to say for my final thoughts for the episode, uh, I think the Western world doesn't take a strong enough stance on mental health issues, um, especially ones relating to gambling and things of that nature. So I think that there may need to be some regulation in the future that uh, addresses that and at least protects the most vulnerable of us. Um, Kevin, do you have a don't do that, buddy? Or do that? Oh,
1: don't do that. Yeah, I have a lot of don't do that, but I will not air them on um, previous, uh, previous
2: uh, advice
1: from council uh, to not air um, Guild Dirty Laundry on the air.
0: Okay. Um, Christopher. Um, no, I'm good. Salt-free. Okay. uh, Neff.
3: Do be very good to the moms in your life this weekend. Reminder that tomorrow is Mother's Day.
0: Oh yeah, oh, is it Mother's Day in Canada. in Canada too? Yes, they do, Kevin. It's just Europe that celebrates it at a different time than we do.
1: Chris, did you already do yours Mother's Day? Uh,
0: yeah, Mother's, Mother's Day. Day happened.
2: I got I got my mother a one hundred pound bottle of perfume.
0: Oh. Wow! Nice. Her that's face. very that's, that's heavy. Pretty heavy, ha, Dad Jim, just, Wow.
2: So, so here's the thing. My, me, and my sister. So, my dad used to get my mom this bottle of perfume every year for Christmas. So, I've taken that up. I get her at either on Christmas or on Mother's Day. She gets it once a year for me since my dad passed. Um, and I got Aww. her the hundred pound bottle this year. So,
1: yay. you're a good man. You go Gavin. through a lot of perfume. Aww.
0: Kevin, That that's what you took away from that very sweet gesture. I was just thinking about how much
1: perfume you have to go through to need it yearly, but okay.
0: I, hey, so, I go through, I go I'm through a practical. bottle of cologne every year. Don't worry. Also,
3: really good perfumes cost a lot of money and come in very small bottles, so it wouldn't be surprising to go. It's
2: Mark Jacobs,
3: and that would be why. Yep. Nice. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Um, That's incredibly
3: sweet, Chris.
1: Gavril, Mm -hmm. I am sending my mother a pecan pie from Good Company. Good Company uh, Barbecue. Yep.
0: Good. Good choice. Very good choice. Yeah.
3: I am going with my teenager to see Avengers Endgame and then we're having tacos. Um, nice. Taco taco.
0: Oh, no. Wow. No.
3: Um, you made Chris I, say the
0: magic word. No. Wow. I love
3: when he says taco. It sounds so weird in a Scottish accent.
0: <laughs> um, I will be... I'm actually doing lunch with my mother and my older brother after the show and after I go take care of some adoption paperwork for this kitten we're fostering. Um, kitty! I love that
3: you're adopting the kitty. I insist that we get to see pictures.
0: uh, I've seen pictures. Yep. Um, Next, and then tomorrow we're doing something with my mother-in-law, my wife and my mother-in-law. So um, It worked out because my older brother's going to a comic-con uh Comic Palooza here in Houston um tomorrow so we're just going to kind of get together for today. So um my do that or don't do that is don't go chasing waterfalls, please stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to. Love that song. Yeah. Yeah, what was it? TLC. How about yeah. how about DLC? we on this show? DLC. And that's gonna be the show for this week, folks. To talk to us during the week. You can find us on Twitter. The show is at Azra C T C. Mr. Kevin over here is at Swing Cat with A K. Mr. Chris is at Akari underscore Mag AK underscore M-A-G. I, of course, am at Gavril underscore E T. That's two eyes, one L. Ms. Neth over here is at Neth Winch, N-E-T-H W-E-N-C-H. Send emails to feedback at Azra We love to hear from you. For links to today's show, you can visit our website at ww.asrosctc.com. Shoot us a review on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, however else you put our sweet sonorous words deep inside your brain. Say a micro. More transactions boys and girls. I waterfalls. <laughs> <laughs>